What are you doing right now? Nothing. You sitting on the couch. You listening to us on your commute to work. You're sitting in your cubicle or you're working from home. What else can you do right now? What you need to be doing is going to fulltimeblackwoman.com and grabbing some of our merch because we made it with you, the full-time black woman in mind. Go to fulltimeblackwoman.com and see what stands out to you. What screens? Uh-uh. Click. Uh-uh. uh cart uh, uh, check out for you today make sure that you go ahead and check out what we have to offer because we did it for you because we see you because we are you absolutely i mean do you feel a little forgetful do you not remember why you went into the room just now hashtag myrtle that's you that's me that's we that is us y'all ftbw crew come on click on the link at fulltimeblackwoman.com go to the little shop icon get you some merch get it for yourself get it for your friend get it for another full-time black woman like yourself not only does it help us but it brings a little bit of us right to you so, yes, if you love you some Isha and Elise, just go ahead and please kick on, kick on the kick. Mm. You need to go ahead and go buy some. <laughs> so that's what you do. <laughs> Make sure you go ahead and support the show because it helps us continue to bring excellent content of what we have brought to you and what we would love to bring to you in the future. Fulltimeblackwoman.com is waiting for you, boo. Hey everybody, Elise Real here, half of the dynamic duo that is full-time Black Woman Podcast. Now, your girls have been lifing. I mean, seriously, we have been lifing. So today, we are going to do something a little bit different. We're going to have a Sunday replay. So we will be revisiting episode seven. Yes, all the way back in the archives. Episode seven, Brokeisha, no funds, living below your means. In this episode, we talk about the ways to become a reformed Brokeisha, no funds and live below your means so that you can have more money in the bank. So we thought this would be a timely episode just because of all the things going in the world these days, uh, including inflation and the job market and just all the things, just all the things. So in addition to taking care of your health, we want you to take care of your wealth. So sit back, relax, get your wine, get your water, whatever the case may be, and enjoy this Sunday replay of episode seven, Brokeisha No Funds, Living Below Your Means. Peace. I know we all want our own space, our own mm-hmm. place, a place where we could just walk around naked all day. Yes. We understand that. <laughs> that you know, place we just pop off that bra and not care where they fly. We all know that feeling. I'm going to do it anyway. But in certain situations, <laughs> that's got to come off at the end of the day. First thing. Hey, everybody. I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. So what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is Brokeisha No Funds, Living Below Your Means. Mm, this sounds like a really, really good one. It is. It is. I'm going to be honest. So let's be real, y'all. No matter how many degrees we may have or how many successes we've obtained in our personal and professional lives because we are amazing. Let nobody steer you wrong from that. A lot of us, myself included, have struggled with personal finance. Me too. Yes. 
We're earning more, yet still living paycheck to paycheck. And that's not cool. We have to do better. One would think having a higher paycheck would help us stay above the curve and live comfortable lives. You know, if you have more money, then obviously you're doing better for yourself. You uh, don't have the money problems. However, we tend to sometimes lack those basic money management skills. You know, this is where living below your means can be essential to you obtaining your financial freedom. To some, the idea of living below your means sounds like a never ending prison, prison sentence. I get it. I know. But actually living below your means is a safe haven in case ish happens because it will, my friend. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, happen. Basically, living below your means is a way for you to get out of the vicious paycheck to paycheck cycle. So that is a lot of truth that you just spoke into the ears of our listeners. Thank you. I hope they were listening. Um, I was listening. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we bringing hey, you the facts hey, with hey, some stats for that ass. Check this out, Elise. What's that? 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. According to the State of the American Family Study, the report disclosed some pitfalls tied to African-American personal finances include high debt and low savings. Okay. All right. I mean, that makes sense. I don't think we needed a study for that because high debt, low savings, they just sound like they go hand in hand. That's um, They sound like they go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, jelly time. Peanut butter, <laughs> jelly. Well, I don't know what the baseball bat's for, though. I, I don't know. I guess if somebody's trying to take your peanut butter jelly so you could just knock them out. I do. I, I like a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, but not enough to knock somebody out with it, like with I a baseball mean, bat. Maybe not. If I'm hungry, though. If I'm hangry, it's going down. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> I mean, but like you said, if I have high debt, that means as soon as I get paid, mm-hmm. most of my money is going to my debtors. Yes. You know, they're all coming to collect their funds mm-hmm. because I borrowed against whatever I was making. Yep. You know, so when, how would I have money left over to put into my savings? Yeah. yeah. You know, how would I even be thinking about savings when the money left over is for, to make sure I can live yes. to make it to work to make another paycheck to give it away to somebody else? Exactly. You mm. know? So it all comes back to just money management. So we're going to give you guys five ways to adjust your life to live below your means. Ooh, okay. So let's get into the solutions. So one way to stop being a brocation, no funds and live below your means is to take a look at your living situation. For example, if your rent or mortgage takes more than 30% of your take home pay each month, either your living space is way too big or you're living in an area you can't afford. So if you've got like a, Six bedroom, three bath, basement finished, wraparound porch, deck in the back, pool in the backyard, house. But you're, you know, got waitress money. Mm-hmm. That's no. no oh, sense. no. I think they're doing more than waitressing if you got something like that. Probably. <laughs> um, or if you are living in New York, for example, and you not bringing home a New York size paycheck, then again, this is pause, you know. Cause for pause. Mm -hmm. So you might need to downsize or consider making a lateral move, for example, from a $1,500 rent with two bedrooms to a $900 two bedroom apartment rent. You know what I mean? Um, Just so that you have some some cushion in case things arise. So, for example, if you take home $3,000 each month and pay $1,500 a month for housing, you can't afford that, sis. Stop it. Nope. Flat out. Don't do it. 
that's uh, 50% of your take home. Don't. No. If you don't anticipate your salary to increase within the next 90 days, 50% of your hard earned money can't go to just where you live. You have to think about all the other things. That's not including like utilities and just how to get back and forth to work and things like that. So if your take home, for example, is $3,000, your rent or mortgage should be no more than $900 a month. And I get it. $900 a month is is impossible to find. Let's be real. But where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe maybe there's other things you consider can consider. Yeah, um, I mean, if you can't live on your own or find somewhere to stay for $900, maybe look at getting a roommate. Yes. You know, like. I know we all want our own space, our own mm-hmm. place, a place where we could just walk around naked all day. Yes. We understand that. <laughs> that you know, place where you just pop off that bra and not care where they fly. We all know that feeling. I'm going to do it anyway. But in certain situations. <laughs> That's got to come off at the end of the day. First thing. In certain situations, you know, this is just a means to an end. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's. Temporary sacrifice for a long term gain. Exactly. That's what you have to have in mind. Having a roommate, maybe you paid a 900, maybe they paid a 900, but you guys still live in a nice area. Mm-hmm. You just have to sacrifice your privacy every once in a while right. when that person's around or possibly contacting your parents. Can I move back home and rent a room for a time, like a year yeah. or two, just to get myself on my feet? Yeah. I'll help out with the mortgage or I'll help pay this bill. More than likely, they'll work with you mm-hmm. if you have that good relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. But once again, these are short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. Right. That's all that we're trying to say. Yes. Living below your means, one day your means is going to be so high, living below it, you're going to be balling out of control. Right. But you got to start somewhere, sis. Exactly. So the second solution that we have, so you are no longer a brokeisha, no funds, mm-hmm. is transportation. Ooh. If you don't live in a place where public transportation is rampant, such as New York City or the DMV or possibly even like Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you probably have to buy a car and cars usually come with car payments. Yes. If you do not have cash to put down and buy it outright. Right. But if your car payment is more than 10% of your take-home pay, you are setting yourself up for a long-term struggle, homie. Yeah. Long-term struggle. Oh. An individual with a take-home pay of $3,000 should not be paying more than $450 a month on depreciating assets such as a vehicle. And it's lost its value as soon as you drove it off the lot. Right. You hit those brakes. They said, broke. <laughs> they didn't say, break. They said, broke. <laughs> so when you turn the turn, so it's going, no cash, no cash, no exactly. cash. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know driving anything foreign or new or fast, then big is what most of us want. Yeah. Or what most want. I'm not really into that. No, I'm good. However, not everybody can do it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget you need to add insurance. True. Gas. Mm-hmm. Maintenance mm. to your monthly contribution towards this thing on four wheels. Yeah. There is nothing worse than being car poor. I know you've seen those people. Yes. I've you know that. it. Yeah. They From got, the get go. Right. They got the flyest car. Do people mm-hmm. say fly still? I'm going to say it though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I heard nothing wrong. Thank you. So yeah, they got the best looking car. They just pull up getting the detailed and everything, but then everything else about them busted. Mm-hmm. Or because that's what they living in. Like, or your car poor. You have a fly, nice car. Mm-hmm. We're using it. Let's go with it. Fly. Yeah. All right. Fly. I heard nothing wrong. Fly. 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 F-A-L-I-E. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> so, um, but you're living with your mom. Yeah. Or 
you're staying on somebody's couch. Yeah. But you got a really nice car, though. Mm-hmm. So your priorities are kind of mixed up. Just you know? a little. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> like, whatever happened to those people with the spinning rims? I don't know. Where did those go? I don't know. I like, really, I don't, I have not seen those in forever, to be honest with you. Maybe they pawned like them. Maybe this is a pile of spinning rims just somewhere in somebody's, <laughs> you know, one of those landfills. <laughs> yeah. Where spinning rims go to die. Probably. Probably. Just still spinning. spinning. <laughs> That's all we know how to do. We don't know how to do nothing else but spin, man. That's all we know how to do is spin. I be spinning. I'll be spending. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The Amish people probably put them on their buggies. That's I bet you they, they do. Are. That's why they are. Yeah. That you makes them sense. Spin. They're you spending. Know, ooh, they'd be big too. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's the market. We should look into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring spending rims back. <laughs> no, no, don't. don't we're, do we're just kidding. Yeah. So another way to avoid being broke, you should no funds and to live below your means would be to roll with cash only. Life can't be luxurious all the time, boo. It can't. You know, you you not in a music video. You're not on a reality TV show. Nobody's bankrolling you. Um, and charging lavish vacations on credit cards, buying out the bar every weekend and rocking the latest fashion trends, which probably go out of style in a mm-hmm. month. Presenting this polished image isn't necessary or smart. It's just going to lead you to being broke. Don't do it. Don't take your credit cards with you when you go out. Use cash, 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 cash. You'll only be tempted to use those cards when your urges and wants and things like that creep up on you and they will creep up. It happens. It's natural. It's natural. You want things and there's nothing wrong with wanting things. But when you want things and it leads you to being broke, that's when it's a problem. So when you're carrying cash this way, you'll know when your funds are low. You will know. You will know. (gasps) You will know. Come out with your money because when you have that cash and you see it going low, you're like, oh, let me pump my brakes yeah. real quick. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> the broke, the broke the brakes. brakes. Let me broke the brake. Let me pump those brakes real quick. Broke. <laughs> and let me slow my rock. There we go. Tip number four. Stop financing phones. Now, I've done this myself. I ain't going to lie to you. So if your team... Hashtag iPhone or hashtag team Android. I'm team Android all day, every day. I don't care what team you are um, when it comes down to it. It's a phone. (laughs) This is very true. So if you're financing new phones every 12 months, you're just giving way too much money away for a device that will more than likely break or soon be replaced with a newer, faster, more trendy, more exciting, sleek and sexy model. 
So if you have to finance a cell phone, you know, try to just pay for it once and ride that thing out until it dies. Like literally. Mm-hmm. My cell phone right now look like baby Pete. Oh, stop. Okay. <laughs> it is. My cell phone is looking like baby Pete. Sitting there begging so he could go to Cuba. Or do no. Something like yes, but it's okay. He's still working. That's it's what still, it's still t- t- ticking. That's okay, all that matters. That's all that matters. I ain't gonna lie to you though. Like my phone is already acting up. I'm outside of my contract now. The phone is mine, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's starting to be slow. It's starting to like give me problems charging. It's just acting fool right now. But I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it going basically until. It says, you know what? I'm I'm done now. I'm yeah. done. I die. Yeah, put me out of my misery, put me please. Out. Do not put that charger back in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, DNR. Yeah. I signed my DNR, <laughs> and I'm blocking it out. Stop <laughs> it! Oh my gosh, the well, cell phone got a DNR. <laughs> it's baby. You're right. So, I mean, I try to follow the rule of three. That's it. If I can't buy three with cash, then I don't need to buy one. Mm, you know, I like that. I mean, it works in certain scenarios and it work. It doesn't work in others. OK. So, for instance, a new cell phone. Yeah. If I or a new pair of headphones or mm-hmm. something like that. If I want a new pair of headphones and they're really, really pricey. Mm-hmm. If I don't have enough to roll three yeah. in my cart, then I'm not going to put one in my cart. Makes OK. Sense. Makes sense. So now nah, it doesn't work when it comes to houses. If I don't have enough to buy three houses. I ain't going to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna buy one. No, those are two different scenarios. Yeah, no. But so the last solution that we have for you guys on how to make sure you are no longer miss no funds. Okay, it's unsubscribe from overdraft protection. Ooh, what's that? So overdraft protection is a debit card coverage that are, is attached to most uh, checking accounts. Mm-hmm. When you first sign up for your bank account, it usually default to uh, a feature onto your checking account. Mm-hmm. You have to. Go in and take it off. Okay. So this is something that I learned from reading about a personal finance uh, and a personal finance book for millennials. Mm-hmm. These programs are offered by banks to allow you to make purchases with your uh, debit card, even if you don't have sufficient funds in your account to cover them. Mm. So in effect, the bank is making a short term loan to you. Okay. So your debit card isn't declined at the register, but at the register, but then the bank turns around and charges an overdraft fee of $35 or more to cover it said loan that little that sounds a little scammy it very scammy <laughs> because guess what americans paid 34.4 billion what 34.4 billion would it be 34.4 billion mm, in overdraft fees to the banks no that's a lot of money that's a lot billion <laughs> I heard it. I Did heard you it. get all of it? I got a billion. <laughs> okay. So basically banks charge people uh-huh. overdraft fees. Who didn't have the money in the first place? Mm. They didn't have the money. That's why they got an overdraft fee and right. they made 34.4 billion. <laughs> Say it with me. I can't. 34. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. They made 34.4 billion. <laughs> yes. Just so we get it across to our listeners. This is why this is really important. Yes. So go on your online banking and see if you have overdraft protection. They also call it debit card coverage mm-hmm. um, attached to your checking account. So if you have debit card uh, coverage, and you have a checking and a savings account with them. If you have money in your check in your savings account, they will transfer from your savings into your uh, 
checking to mm-hmm. cover the said purchase. Okay. If you don't have any money in your savings account, there's nothing for them to pull out of mm-hmm. to cover the purchase. So that's when you get hit with the $35 overdraft fee or whatever your bank does charge for overdraft fees. Nah, I'm so, gonna just take that good old decline. Just take it off. Exactly. I'd rather take the little L. Yeah, I'll take Instead the of taking a big L right in the end. Exactly. I mean, who really wants to be in the red for a loaf of bread? Mm. Say it again. Who really wants to be in the red for a loaf of bread? Them slices ain't that great. You trying to make my life dead. My cash, my change is mine. But you trying to come and blow my mind. Ooh. 34 by 4 billion. That's what I said. A million. I ain't got it. Okay. I ain't got it. It was, it sounded. It, it was coming it was and coming. going, you know, kind of like that money you get to give away <laughs> when you got debit card coverage. It be going away <laughs> just like your money. Exactly. <laughs> Well, at least how do you live below your means? Okay, so I try to focus on my goals. And if I can focus on my goals, then that way I can, you know, feel better about limiting myself in other areas. Um, in order to do the right thing that makes sense, smart money decisions are important. So if I can, you know, keep my little dollars and cents by focusing on my goals, that's what I'm going to do. And I know I just repeated myself, but bear with me. Okay, mm-hmm. that's okay. You're getting your point across and I heard nothing wrong thank you so for example uh my car is currently paid off yay Woo! go ahead girl yes so it is paid off and i am truly happy and thankful for that um and i am not i refuse to get another car note i'm not gonna go down that path Been i mean there. it is tempting oh it's very tempting yeah it is very how do you tempting. fight the temptation uh i remember that that money that i was paying is now mine and it's oh, going into savings. okay gotcha yeah so that's how i fight it that good trip that i want to take that's that's how i fight it so basically i'm i'm not gonna give my money away to things that are not getting me closer to my goals and right now my goals are to be stable uh, to invest and to travel and me giving money to a brand new car note as fancy and beautiful as that may be is not that's not getting me nowhere um so another thing about uh another thing that i try to do so i downsized from a home to an apartment also and um i did i did this because number one i moved and mm-hmm. I did not see why it would make sense for me to just jump into another house. I was a little t- tired, mm-hmm. I guess, of being a homeowner. Home ownership is not easy. It's not. It's a it's a big responsibility, and it's a big uh, expense each month too. So, not discouraging people from home ownership. That's not that's not why I'm saying that at all. We encourage that. Um, but um, being in an apartment financially for me made more sense moving from one state to another basically Mm -hmm. number one and also um i was tired of taking care of the maintenance like that's a whole nother thing once you're a homeowner all that maintenance anything go wrong that's yours your responsibility yes so when i moved into my apartment um especially since i didn't know the areas i didn't want to commit to a house location but when i moved into my apartment something went wrong very soon after I moved in, I had a leak in the ceiling and then uh, I got really upset. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to pay for this and I got to, you know, take care of this. I got to make this work. And then I remembered, wait, wait, I pay rent. <laughs> Let me give this good maintenance people a call. And, you know, they came out and handled it and I didn't have to pay anything other than my rent. And that felt wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you and I both, you know, were homeowners in our 20s. Yeah. So. Kind of been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Yeah, the t-shirt and the bills that yeah. we had that came along with it. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I feel like it's good for people who are looking, you know, for homes as an option, but you have to figure out if it fits into your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody is built for home ownership. You right. know, like if you rather put your money, like you said, towards travel or you rather spend that money on, you know, investments mm-hmm. instead of having a bigger home to take care of, that is all your responsibility. Then mm-hmm. I think that is a great idea when it comes to, you know, a living situation solution. Yeah. Yeah. Some other things that I did out of this list was, um, I know I, I did, I think I mentioned it before I did finance a phone, but now that my phone is paid off, I'm not trying to do that again, honestly. And I've been looking, I've been trying to shop and see what kind of phone I can get. I think I'm going to end up doing, doing a prepaid mm-hmm. or something. Cause I just needed to make calls, texts and occasional pictures. If I can get a prepaid that does that pretty decent, I will be just fine. That sounds like a good idea to me. So what about you, Isha? How do you um, live below your means? Well, I have done what you've done. Um, I downsized from a home to an apartment. Mm-hmm. And I've done that a couple of times. Okay. You know, every once in a while, you're like, no, I need more space. Yes. You know, an apartment's not going to hold everything that I have. My stuff. Oh, gosh. Apartment, I need st- a place for my stuff. Yes. No, when you start to live a minimalist uh, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Then you start looking around your house like, I really don't need all this furniture. Right. I only have one ass. You know, like, <laughs> how many couches do I need? How many chairs do I need? Right. How many things do I need? You know? Exactly. Um, and then, uh, like I said, just trying to figure out what works for your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. In the current situation that we're in, a ha- um, apartment works for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just myself, my husband, and my toddler. Yeah. But I have done things such as I've sold a car back to a dealership okay. to bankroll my um, schooling so I could pursue a second degree. Go ahead, girl. Um, let me, let me get a Yeah, and I went ahead and bought a little putt-putt, you know, and uh-huh. it took me to and from class and that's all I needed it to do. Um, living below my means is essential to my well-being mm-hmm. because I am a worrier. I get and you, me too finances is one of the things that I tend to worry about. I don't know why I'm kind of obsessive when it comes to it. It's just that I'm always afraid of not having Mm -hmm. enough to cover the bills or, you know, pay back this or put money away for the future. And Mm -hmm. so I really, really focus on that to the point that I've had a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that I've kept for the past eight, nine years Mm -hmm. that tracks every spending that I do like mm-hmm. I mean down to this sit oh of what has gosh. been taken out of my account and what has been put into my account uh-huh but it has kept me from having to paint such things as adding to that 34.4 percent I mean billion dollars yeah that the banks have get, gotten they ain't got nothing for Isha Bell <laughs> I'll tell you that much <laughs> no, that's right now younger Isha Bell oh they was getting it on the regular basis uh-huh. I'm like damn they got me again <laughs> but no no <laughs> grown Isha Bell who decided you know what let me adjust my lifestyle mm-hmm. they ain't got a cent for me a red cent okay <laughs> <laughs> um also I have um Decided to maybe focus more this year on using cash instead mm-hmm. of my card. Okay. Because it was so hard going to the ATM or going to the bank to get cash. Mm-hmm. And it was just easier just to swipe it or put the chip in. Yeah. But I realized that I was doing a lot of frivolous purchases. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I didn't really need that. I didn't really need this, but I was just looking for the A word. Approved. approved you know, yeah. when I put my card in. Mm-hmm. But 
I think I'm going to go back to what I was doing before, was using cash or maybe even the envelope um, method. Yes, yeah. Have you ever done that? I have. I have for a very brief time. It's hard. It's hard. But it's it's worthwhile. You know, like you definitely get more out of it than you put in. Mm -hmm. But it's another way of reprogramming your brain. Right. So we about to be on our door to... Yes. Swipe or no swiping. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I didn't know you were going with it, but I'm know, there now. I appreciate you rocking with me, though. You was like, yes, I appreciate that. You have my back. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, um, ladies, what we wanted to cover, we wanted to cover this topic because what is this? You know, it's mm-hmm. full time black women. Mm-hmm. Our lives don't just start at 9 a.m. and end at 5 p.m. Right. You know, we have households to run families to run lifestyles to run uh trips to plan yeah uh gatherings with our friends uh shopping to do we also have to deal with self-care we have to deal with all kinds of things so Mm -hmm. we're encompassing everything that has to do with you as a black woman and we want to make sure that we understand we are black women all day er day er day but we want to be smart black women all day Every day. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to the pressures and stuff that we have to deal with every day at work to mm. get these dollars and get these cents. We need to make sure that we're putting it towards building a good future for ourselves. Speak on it. You know, living below your means doesn't mean you are missing out on the glamorous life. It just means you are smart enough to understand everything that glitters is not gold. Yeah. You can't dabble in the caviar. I mean, you can dabble in the caviar and glitz every once in a while, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We fancy. Exactly. But only after your money is straight. <laughs> Don't know where I went. Okay. Um, the security that comes with living below your means is well. And listen to this pun. Okay. Priceless. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Knowing your rent, utilities, credit cards, student loans, and everyday living expenses aren't waiting for you around a corner of a dark, damn alley on payday i got scared yeah you should be scared because that's what happens when you have debt it is scary it's a dark cloud that's over your head yes it's very refreshing to know you ain't got to worry about this true just think of the day where you get paid on friday right that deposit hits mm. monday that money is still there because you ain't spent it yes. you ain't went nowhere you haven't done anything you have just gone home to a place you pay for it every day mm-hmm. and just sat on your couch and watch tv or read a book or went to um go for a run and worked out at the gym or Ooh. did something for yourself oh my gosh nobody t- went into that account and said uh snatchies right? give me my money yeah. uh can you move out the way can get my money they elbow each other trying to get to your paycheck <laughs> because they want to make sure they're paid can you imagine that day oh my god that your money is your money and you're like wow i just got paid three thousand dollars and three thousand dollars is still there that sounds beautiful yeah because you don't owe anybody yeah but you can only get to there is by making those small sacrifices today right to prepare for that future of (sighs) that's it So let's face it, ladies. I mean, money is important. It's not the most important thing, but it's it's pretty high up there because you need it to live. You need it to pay for a roof over your head. You need it for basic necessities. You need it in order to maintain a desired lifestyle of your choosing. But proper money management is the only way you will be able to live a debt free life. You have to make the decisions necessary in order to reach the goals that you're trying to achieve financially. 
So it's the beginning of a new year and I've seen multiple memes and statuses on social media right now saying certain things like 2020 is the year for me to work towards becoming debt free. Or how about 2020 is the year of multiple sources of income. Mm-hmm, I've seen that. Or 2020 is the year I'm finally going to stop playing around and start saving my money. Now, y'all, that sounds nice. It sounds great. It sounds fantastic. It sounds wonderful. But it doesn't mean anything if you're not going to do anything to back it up. Mm -hmm. You have to put action steps towards getting your finances straight. You can't just speak about it. You got to be about it. I know y'all heard that saying before. So we hope you're able to adopt at least one or all of these tips we've shared to embark on your personal finance journey to becoming a recovering Brokeisha No Funds. Yes. <laughs> because this is a personal finance journey and just know you are not alone. We are taking this journey with you. Yeah, so you could be a dope black woman formerly known as a Brokeisha No Funds. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so guys, let us know how you live below your means mm-hmm. by posting on our social media accounts using hashtag FTBW below means. Mm-hmm. That's hashtag FTBW below means. Or you can contact us directly on our blog at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Once again, you can contact us directly on our blog at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Boom. So remember, ladies, we're here for you full time from coffee to wine. And remember to play your power perfectly. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full-Time Black Woman Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full-Time Black Woman or on Twitter at FT Black Woman. <laughs>